Hello, Kinney. We are on day 15, 31 days of prayer. Uh, we come to Hebrews chapter 13, verses 20 to 21. And I, I want to use this text to pray for um, National Health Service workers. I specifically want to pray for those who function in that role who are a part of our church. We have nurses who are in our church. We have uh, policemen, firefighters. So I want us to be praying for those who are on the front lines um, helping out in this crucial way praying for the Lord's protection and praying specifically Hebrews chapter 13, verses 20 to 21. Let me read that. Now may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. This passage is called a benediction. A benediction is a passage that pronounces some sort of blessing from God upon its hearers. Uh, we do benedictions at the end of our worship services. I've, done, I've used this passage to pronounce this blessing from God upon our church. And the whole book of Hebrews can be summarized. It's kind of culminating up to this benediction. You hear a lot of themes in this benediction that are throughout the book of Hebrews. And the, the main theme, the big summary of the book of Hebrews is simply put, Jesus is better. Jesus is better than any comfort we might run to. Jesus is better than any joy we might try to run after, any satisfaction we might go after, any security we're looking for. Jesus is better. But specifically, in the book of Hebrews, he's arguing, the author's arguing that Jesus is better not just of things in general, but Jesus is specifically better, and what he brings is better than the ways and practices of old, specifically the Old Covenant. In the Old Testament, that first portion of the Bible, God related to his people in a very specific way that was good for them at that time in history. So, for example, in order for God to show people how awful their sin was before him as a holy God, he required that they slay animals in their place as a way of God saying to them, this is what you deserve, but because I'm merciful, I'm giving you this substitute. And so the animal sacrificial system was a way of showing how, God holy, how holy God is and how sinful we are, yet how loving and merciful God is to provide us a substitute. But the writer of Hebrews reminds us that those animal sacrifices were insufficient to provide an eternal forgiveness of sins. Here's what it says in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 4. It is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. And that's why the writer of Hebrews said in chapter 9, verse 12, Jesus entered once and for all into the holy place, not by means of the blood of goats and calves, but by the means of his own blood, thus securing an eternal redemption. This means that the substitutionary death of Jesus accomplished something new and better than the substitutionary death that those animals ever could. Namely, Jesus accomplished eternal redemption because Jesus took the punishment for us as that perfect lamb. He, he was our representative when he died on a cross. He took the full cup of the Father's wrath upon himself so that we wouldn't have to experience that forever because of our sin, though that's what we deserve. Jesus being the perfect sacrificial lamb took that for us. And the writer of Hebrews says that secured an eternal redemption, which means 
that the salvation Jesus secured lasts all the way into eternity for everyone who trusts in that alone. Jesus is better. He's better in the sacrifices of old. He's, better, he's a better prophet than the prophets of old. He's a better priest than the priests of old. He's a better king than the kings of old. Jesus is better. And then he comes to the end of his book. The writer of Hebrews closes with this benediction, reminding us of how blessed we are to have Jesus who is better. And I just want to give four ways Jesus is better, four, four takeaways from this benediction. First of all, Jesus is better because he was brought back from the dead. Look at verse 20 again. It says, Now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus. You see, like unlike those sacrifices of old, unlike the priests or the kings or the prophets who all died and stay dead, Jesus did not stay dead. In fact, Jesus is alive right now. I hope that's a comfort to you. Jesus is alive right now. And he's perpetually interceding for us before the Father, saying, what I did for, for those, those people, what I did for all who would trust me is enough. And the Father receives that and recognizes that. Therefore, we will never lose what Jesus won on the cross for us because he was brought back from the dead. That's number one. Number two, Jesus is our great shepherd. Verse 20, it says he calls him the great shepherd of the sheep. Jesus certainly isn't a bad shepherd. He's not even a mediocre shepherd. He's not even good. He's great. He's the great shepherd of the sheep. And that's we who are his people. A shepherd is one who continually protects and provides for his sheep. And Jesus continues to do that and will forever do that because he is alive forevermore. Number three, Jesus secured an eternal covenant. It says there in verse 20, by the blood of the eternal covenant. It was an eternal promise that Jesus secured. Unlike the old covenant that was temporary, Jesus' blood, his sacrifice, secures an eternal covenant, meaning the promises that God made to us in this new covenant, the promises of full and lasting forgiveness of sins, the promise that he will cast his sin, our sin, uh, as far away from us as the east is from the west, the promises of knowing him fully all into eternity, and promises like it says in Jeremiah 32, that he will never cease from doing us good. That's a promise from God to his people in the new covenant. And Jesus secured that by his death. He eternally secured that such that these promises will never go away. And we will never say God will never remain true to his promises. No, he will. Why? Because Jesus secured it on the cross. That's number three. Number four, Jesus is better because through him, God equips us to live lives pleasing to him. Look at verse 21. It says, To equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom glory forever and ever. Amen. Because of Jesus, we have everything we need in this life and into eternity to, to be pleasing to God. All because of Christ. He equips us 
to do good. And that's hard to know how to do good during this time. What is the best thing to do, especially for our National Health Service workers? So I want to pray for the nurses, the firefighters, the policemen, and many others whom I'm missing, the doctors, but specifically those in our church who are in that field, on the front lines, exposing themselves to the possibility of getting this virus. I want to pray for them specifically pray this benediction from Hebrews for them. So let's pray. Our Father, we pray for the National Health Service workers in our church who are on the front lines. I think of a young lady who's attending our church who, who has already had to care for, as a nurse, coronavirus patients. I think of uh, a firefighter in our church who has to go out and and, and deal with people, care for people who, who may be in this kind of a situation, and policemen and others, Lord, would you protect them? Would you be with them? We pray that the truths from Hebrews chapter 13 would be true for them, that they would find peace knowing that you raised Jesus from the dead, never to return to the grave, that they would find peace knowing that Jesus is their great shepherd, that they would find peace knowing that Jesus secured an eternal covenant, all of those promises that are theirs, they can be absolutely secure knowing that eternity is secure for them because of Christ. And may they find help in knowing that you equip them through Christ to do good. Give them wisdom on what that looks like in these very trying and difficult times. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <laughs>